Hey everyone, welcome to the Living Free Podcast, the audio companion to Living Free located in Chattanooga, Tennessee. We're a nonprofit who provides churches and ministries small group training and discipleship programs to help people overcome life controlling problems and find wholeness in Jesus. We're excited to be able to offer this new resource as a way to encourage, inform, and equip anyone who's interested in conquering a life controlling issue. On today's episode, we're speaking with Jack Smart about some of the spiritual dimensions of Living Free that set it apart from other recovery programs. Jack has been involved in recovery ministry for 40 years and has used Living Free material personally and for ministry purposes. Thanks so much for listening in. And to get this episode started, here's the president of Living Free and the host of this episode, Dan Strickland. Oh, well, Jack, you we've been... Uh been through a lot together and known each other many years and I wish we'd you know worked closer together but we you know our paths were parallel but in in different routes but um you know when uh, your interest in in living free has grown and you've been a valuable asset but if um why don't you give us a, a little bit of background on yourself and let us know how you came to be involved in living free well, I'll try to give the short version, and the short version is that I was blessed to be raised in a Christian home, um, so I I never got caught up in the drug and alcohol scene or anything like that, but uh, as I got closer to the Lord, God drew me into um, uh, recovery ministry um, at the age of 24, and so this year marks um, 40 years, uh, a little, uh, yeah, 40 years that I've been involved, um, in recovery ministry. And, um, so, you know, I got involved with living free. I knew about living free when I was part of the, uh, part of a residential ministry and uh, incorporated that into what we were doing there at adult and teen challenge. And, um, uh, for the last four years that I was there, and then when God redirected our ministry, um, it just was something I believed in, something I knew was solid and was helping people, uh, something I had experienced myself. So I knew that it was quality material and, and, and with a great foundation. And because of that, I wanted to be a part of what God was doing through the ministry of Living Free. In addition to that, Dan, is the fact that uh, because the drug and alcohol issues in our country are so overwhelming, uh, I really believe it, we've got to get the church involved. And that is, uh, in these latter years of my ministry, that is my biggest goal, is to get the church involved, to reaching out to people in need. And I think Living Free is the best tool I've ever seen in order to do that. Well, Jack, you know, through the through the years, we've seen, you know— uh, many different crises come up in, in drug addictions and, uh, you know, different areas, you know, where people find themselves overwhelmed by life's problems. And one of the things in Living Free is that, uh, you know, our goal is to equip Christians and churches to reach out to people in those struggles. And there are many resources that are available to people, and some of them are medical intervention, some of them are psychological interventions, some are pharmacological. You go right down the the list, and and there are resources available to people. But the thing that Living Free brings to the table is a spiritual dimension, and it is a spiritual 
dimension that is based on the gospel of, uh, of Jesus and the new life that's possible and the development in that life where we can face these situations that come our way and we can overcome them. And so, you know, we want to talk a little bit today about the spiritual dimension of living free and the distinctive that is, you know, from some of the other approaches. You know, Living Free is more than just a support group ministry. Support groups are, are important, and uh, but neither is it a group therapy. You know, it's not a therapy that, you know, that is run by professionals. How, what do you think the biblical precedent is or the, the support biblically of Christians meeting together and helping one another through some of these crises? Well, I think that uh, from the very beginning of the church, uh, God used people meeting, you know, together in small groups. You know, it says in, in the early part of Acts that they went from house to house, uh, you know, sharing uh, bread, breaking bread and, and sharing truth with one another and encouraging one another. And I think you see that same kind of thing in living free ministry that God uses uh, a whole variety of areas to help people. The first being, uh, of course, his word, which tells us the truth about life. Um, and then it's not just knowing the word because a lot of people know the word of God and yet their personal life is a, is a mess. But then we need the Holy Spirit to help us to direct how we apply that word in our life in, a, in an effective and down-to-earth way, um, everyday kind of living. And then finally, we need to encourage one another. And I think that's the biggest thing that Living Free brings to the table that I don't see in other ministries, is that it provides an, a venue for uh, Christians and, uh, and non-Christians, too, for that matter, to encourage one another and to help one another make good and right choices and apply biblical truth to their life in, in a, you know, like I say, everyday way. And I think to me, that's the, the, the great thing that, that Living Free brings because um, we all need help. You know, uh, we all need encouragement. We all need support from one another. None of us, uh, God didn't create us to make it through this life on our own. I mean, you know, at the very beginning in creation, after he created Adam, he said it's not good for man to be alone. Of course, he eventually uh -huh. created Eve and the family was established, but, but the principle is still the same. It's not good for us to be alone. And so living free provides a safe way for us to be together and to encourage and lift one another up. Right. And one of the other spiritual uh, principles about uh, what we do in Living Free is that we believe that there's something wrong with everybody. Uh, another way we've used historically to say that is, you know, there are not those kinds of people and us, but everybody struggles uh, in life. And some of that struggles come just as a result of living in the world that we live in. You get hurt along the way and there are hardships along the way. And people make poor choices along the way. And there are temptations in life. And, you know, this is not the way that God designed the world to be. You know, God is holy and he is good. And when he created all things that are, and then when he finished creating humanity, he said, it is good. It is very good. 
And then things changed, you know, when the uh, evil came into the world and and people rebelled against God and started going their own way and started feeling the consequences of that rebellion. And so one of the spiritual foundations that we have is that we're gospel based. And can you just give me your ideas of how the gospel plays into that and in taking broken people and helping them be restored? Well, you know, Dan, that is the the nature of our good God that we serve is that even though mankind, uh, you know, made a bad left turn, um, you know, God says, no, I'm not going to let this continue. I'm going to do something about it. And so the gospel brings to us through Christ the ability for uh, for us to be put back together again and gives us the ability to uh, correct those things that we've done wrong, uh, to uh, make a U-turn, if you will, a 180. Uh, if we've been doing things that have been hurting us and hurting others, then we can make a change with that. And living free uh, one of the things I love about it and have loved from the beginning uh, since I've learned about living free is the fact that it is very much gospel and biblically based. And so that we, you know that the principles that are there are principles that come straight out of God's word and give us true insight for life. Because you know what? Um, you know, I, I tend to think of myself uh, probably wrongly but I tend to think of myself as somewhat of an intelligent guy and all this kind of stuff. But you know what? I've made lots of mistakes in my life. I've made uh, poor judgments in my life. I, I can't tell on my own whether or not I am making a right choice unless I can use the principles of God's word to guide and direct me. And that's what living free does. It doesn't say, okay, here's, Here's how you deal with your anger. Here's why we think you ought to deal with your anger. It says, no, here are the biblical principles of the Word of God that will help you understand how to deal with your anger and do so successfully. Because it's God's Word, and God knows how He made us. He knows what we're like, and He also knows how to overcome the impact and the effects of sin in our life, and that's what we get in living free. We get principles from the word to help us to overcome those things. Absolutely. We talk about the three components of living free ministry that work together and to to bring good results. And it's not because we're clever and it's not because of the techniques we use. It's just the way that things have been set up by God. And those three components are the word of God, which you so well described there. And then the interaction with the people of God and the Spirit of God that's speaking into a person's heart as they're participating in the group. And so those three elements, the Word, the people, and the Spirit, are working together. Now, why would you think that the people of God, people meeting together, uh, is there some biblical basis for, for that, that it would be powerful? And what is the impact of people meeting together and sharing their experiences? Well, yeah, certainly. Uh, First of all, as I briefly alluded to before, is that we see that uh, when the church was established um, uh, after Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, when the church was established, uh, people were meeting together 
and meeting together technically in small groups so that there is that coming together. And what, you know, the Apostle Paul calls this in First uh, Corinthians, he calls it, talks about us as the body of Christ, that we are a body who has worked together. Well, every part of our body, you know, needs, you know, is important and plays a key role. Um, so whether it's your your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, or whether it's your big toe that you just stubbed, uh, we know that our entire body plays a role. So every person who is part of the body of Christ uh, plays a key role in our life. And the other thing with that, too, I think, Dan, is that even as Christians, uh, even as people who have committed our lives to Christ, uh, we we can still come up with a, a warped view of things that are going on in our life personally. In other words, uh, that in when we look at ourselves individually, you know, we always think, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. I know what I'm doing. But we need somebody who is uh, objective on the outside, who cares about us, who loves mm-hmm. us, but yet who cares enough about us to say, wait a minute, I'm not so sure that this decision that you've made is the right one or that the way you're approaching this situation is the right one, and here's why. So we all need an objective group of folks in our life who can speak the truth in love, and yet, you know, keep so they keep us from being so subjective and making mistakes along the way. And, you know, we all need that, because I don't care if you're, as, you know, as smart as Einstein, uh, intelligence IQ doesn't keep a person from making stupid mistakes. And, uh, I've, I've seen many examples of that and have uh, put a few of them out there myself. So uh, yep. we need others to help us. That's right. Very true. I think, you know, that group experience, uh, together with Christians meeting together and, and being open with one another gives people a chance to tell their story. You know, I've, I've known a lot of people who have never said anything about what's happened in their life, but they get in a group where other people are expressing their concerns and then they feel open enough to share that story. And there's something very liberating about that when they do and they share what's on their heart and people pray and surround them and and help for them and they get their love and encouragement, you know, from that. And uh, like you say, the, the outside perspective of somebody telling us what they see we look like, you know, that's uh, it's very important for us because we can study our own life and we can contemplate, you know, our own selves so much and we can spend a lifetime doing that. And somebody from the outside in five minutes can, can see things that we would never discover on our own because we become so blind to them. So, so those things are, are so important. So the, you know, we have the components of, of the people of God and we have the component of the word of God. And then there's another aspect of living free and uh, that is the spirit of God. And where, you know, we invite him into the group. And what is that like, your experience with living free? Yeah, you know, it's just amazing, Dan, as you go through the material there, as we're uh, discussing, we're looking at questions that are being asked regarding that subject and, and that area of our life. We're looking at scripture. We're sharing, as you just mentioned so well, uh, we're sharing with each other about our own life experiences. And, um, you know, then it's it's so uh, amazing 
how the Holy Spirit can just step in and help somebody understand something. Um, you know, uh, when I was a kid growing up, uh, the Saturday morning cartoons, if somebody had an idea that came to them, all of a sudden there was a light bulb above their head. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's almost like you see the Holy Spirit, you know, putting that light bulb above that person's head. And all of a sudden they realize how that, that this spiritual truth that's being discussed and shared, how that applies to their life and the, the changes that they may need to make in regard to that. And the Holy Spirit, you know, ultimately is the one who knows us best. Other people may feel like they know us and they may know us well, but the Holy Spirit knows us, knows exactly who we are, what we're dealing with. And he knows if we're being honest and, you know, you talked about telling your story. Sometimes people tell their story, but it's from a very uh, warped perspective. Um, mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's, it's, you know, based on how, how it all, how I tell it makes me look good. Well, the Holy Spirit can, can get down to the nitty gritty of really what's going on in our life, what's happened in our life and what needs to happen in our life and show us that. And so, yes, the, the Holy Spirit is an integral part of what is taking place. And in fact, I would say this, that really the Holy Spirit is who energizes God's word and God's people to mm -hmm. really make a difference in the lives of those who are there. Exactly. So as we said earlier, you know, there's there are a lot of places where people can go for help. And sometimes the church has just kind of sat, you know, on the sidelines as people struggle with problems. And we, you know, we we talk about that we're helping their with their spiritual uh, life. But the spiritual life and the life that people experience every day and the pain and the overcoming some of these things that they're struggling with are very much intertwined. And so a lot of times people will seek medical help and we encourage people to do that if, you know, if that's their situation or they'll seek uh, psychological help with their a counselor, you know, somebody helping them work through their feelings and interpreting their life experiences and all of that. And sometimes people need uh, pharmacological help, you know, to get through a, a rough spot. And we're not against and we're not opposed to any of those things. I've worked with psychiatrists before as I was a pastor in the church. And, uh, you know, they saw the the value of what we did you know, as a, a ministry like Living Free. And at the same time, you know, I saw the value of what they did. So we're not working against each other. But we are offering something, I believe, that is so such a, a needed dimension and the most important dimension. And that is helping people experience the love and the compassion and the presence and the truth of God and offering them a way to start life again, you know, to uh, understand how loving and kind and, and glorious God is and how determined he is to seek us out and how that uh, he has made the provision and he has reconciled himself to us. And what is required is for us to reconcile ourselves to him and to come to him and understand some of these spiritual dynamics that we were talking about. And so that is an entrance into what is called a new birth or a new life, uh, you know, among Christians. And 
for a lot of people, that just becomes the end. <laughs> you know, they say, well, okay, I've experienced that. But with Living Free, we encourage them to go farther. How is that working out? Well, you know, I mean, I, and it's so true because what we're really looking at is, um, to put it simply, is a heart change. Uh, you know, yes, once a person becomes a Christian, they become a, they become a, a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. The, the scripture says all things have become new. But it is not only the, the, the fact of a heart change, but it is the how does that heart change carry out in everyday life? And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's one thing to say my sins have been forgiven. It's another thing to say that my sins no longer have control over me. That's the thing that living free helps people to do is the application of the truth of what God has done for us that is so vital and important. And the reason why living free is necessary, even if people are getting help through these other areas that you mentioned, is because those other areas by themselves, in my opinion, cannot bring about a total change in a person's heart and life. But a relationship with Christ that looks at, uh, looks at our lives in depth like we do through living free helps us to make a true change. In other words, what are the core issues in a person's life? Um, those are the things that, that the uh, Living Free Ministry helps people to address and overcome. Again, in my 40 years plus of working with people with uh, substance abuse and other kinds of life-controlling issues, one of the things I have found is that, you know, those things that we look at as being the most important thing, well, we've got to get this person to stop using drugs or stop abusing alcohol or whatever the case may be. But the truth of the matter is that will never happen until there is a, a, a real change deep down in a person's heart and life. And a person can stop using drugs or can uh, stop, you know, abusing alcohol, but they can still be just as miserable as they were before if there's not a change in heart. And that's what the spiritual dimension of living free addresses. And that's what's so exciting about being a part of this ministry. You see God changing people's lives and, and you know, right in front of you week to week. And it's just, it's just a, a wonderful and amazing thing. You know, there are many, once a, once a person's basic needs are met, um, you know, I've often said, you know, like you just did that, you know, our goal is not for people to become sober. You know, we, that's, that's not our ultimate goal or for people to feel better. I mean, we don't, we don't belittle the fact that the, the damage that has occurred to people through abusive relationships or through unfortunate circumstances or losses or grief and those things, those kind of bad things happen to us. And they happen to uh, some people, uh, you know, just in a, in a larger degree or worse degree than in others. But, you know, along the way, we all make bad choices and we suffer the consequences for that. And we're wounded and we get stuck in our pain sometimes. And, you know, there, there, there are many things that trap us and stop us. But with Living Free, we try to give people a hope beyond all of that. 
in a way that as, as we understand God and how he's working in the world and in our lives, we can see past those things and we can see a life, you know, that can be lived in spite of those things and with God's grace and God's help and with the, the healing that he can bring. And we can see ourselves living a life that has meaning. It has purpose. We can make sense of some of these things. And when we get to the end of this life, we can look back and see that it's been a fruitful life, a meaningful life, and one that has far less regrets because God is working in our life and he's bringing us into uh, the person that he created us to be in originally. And that is one that's reflecting his image. And at the core of that image is unconditional agape love, where we're reaching out to other people. And, uh, you know, we're, we've lived our lives in service, uh, reflecting to the world the, the glory of God in that love. Um, have you seen people on that path and, uh, you know, some of the transformation that happens along the way? They've addressed, you know, an addiction perhaps or a loss. And have you seen people continue on beyond that? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things to me, Dan, that is so key with Living Free is that Living Free is a ministry that brings hope to people. Uh, you know, a lot of people, when they have issues uh, in their life that have been a part of their life for many, many years, maybe the vast majority of their life, they they just accept the fact, okay, this is the way I'm going to be. This is the way it's going to be. But, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. You can have new life. Like a good friend of mine who is a living free facilitator, who was a longtime alcoholic and and was also involved in a in a cult uh, situation and all of this, and yet God has touched and transformed his life, and he has been involved as a facilitator in Living Free for uh, a number of years, I think six, seven years or something like that, and somebody who uh, I greatly admire and appreciate, who is a good friend, is just like, if you had known he had gone through these issues and you just met him at church, you would never realize that he had had these problems and these uh, things that had happened in his life. And, and it can be in so many other areas. It can be with people that are dealing with drugs, people that are dealing with sexual issues and addictions. All of these kinds of things, God works in people's lives to help them to change that. Uh, and it's also, too, I think one of the things that we um, sometimes don't touch on as much as we should, and that is how God helps through living free people deal with relationships. Uh, because, you know, most of the challenges that we face tend to be re revolved around some kind of relationship, whether it's to our uh, family of origin or to our uh, uh, marriage family or whatever. And I think that one of the things that Living Free helps people to do is to see see that they can have a different uh, relationship with others and they don't have to be in a, a constant battle with other people in their life to try to find, you know, to, to try to be king of the hill, if you will. Now they can respond in humility and forgiveness and love and that person uh, can have a good relationship with the other people 
who are most important to them in their life. So, you know, we see this kind of thing happening all the time. Uh, you know, people that just get caught up in this and yet God transforms them, changes their life. And, you know, the, in, in the ministry that I get to oversee, the vast majority of those who, who are uh, leading the Living Free groups are people who started out as Living Free members because they had need in their life and God is using them to minister to others. Yes. And that is, they make the best facilitators. Well, I think, you know, it's been a pleasure to have you and, and to have this discussion with you, Jack, today. And uh, I know that you share my joy when you see people not just stop their self-destructive behaviors and and the ways that they are being held back, but you see them continue on in that life and you see them grow as a person, as a Christian, uh, as they respond, you know, to to the presence of God in their life. And so at the end, you know, I think when when somebody gets to the end of their life and they're willing to look back at it and said, oh, I made so many mistakes and so much adversity was in my life, but God has been faithful to me to the end. And we can can uh, leave this life and we can, can go in into the next uh, and continue it in God's presence. And we can leave behind a legacy that is lasting and good and pure. I think, you know, that's something worth attaining. And so when somebody comes into living free and they're broken and they're bruised and they're, you know, they're all beat up and, uh, and, and they may be church people because church people hide a lot of that. When you see a person get through that and you see them experience the life that God brings and you see them mature and you see them grow, that is the most gratifying thing to me about this ministry. So thank you, Jack. It's been a pleasure to have you here today. And I thank you for the time that you've spent with us. Uh, it's, it's been my pleasure, Dan. Uh, you're very welcome. Everyone, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Living Free Podcast. And thank you so much for listening. To learn more about Living Free, how to start a group, order material, or make a donation, please visit livingfree.org.